0: Does your business need easy, competitive financing for heavy machinery, trucks, or other equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best financing options for equipment, trucks, and other big ticket items. Just fill out an application and Currency Finance does the rest. Currency is equipment financing made simple. Visit cocurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing LLC, DBA currency pursuant to CFL license sixty DBO-54873. Welcome to NBNR, the authority on unfiltered opinions and authentic player insight for Nebraska athletics. Connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and at nbnrpodcast.com.
1: We have a say no block, no rock.
0: You know, we just really love Hunter. He's a junkyard dog. Hey, Kenny Bell ran up to me and like, you know what you just, what you just did? <laughs> you get mad, When you to go get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. <laughs> hey, got it, Muhammad! G-B-R. Mike, cut it! God knows, quick. That Better was, than Kyle. That's a good one. Kyle's got nothing on you, man. That was a good one. <laughs> Holy crap! Okay, go, big, red, indeed. No block, no rock. Season three, episode fifteen, coming at you live, literally live. Hi Hello peeps! There. Hi people! Hello. Hello. How's it going? Do you, how many are up there? How many uh, viewers? Hello. Uh, I see six hundred. <laughs> that, that is awesome. Take off the. Take off those zeros and we might be accurate. Hey, there we go. All right. We are in the Nebraska Brewing Company tap room, 108th in Harrison in La Vista, Nebraska. I am drinking a cozy, cold IPA. Yeah. And it is awesome. It's like 7%. It's like 6.5, six, 6.9. Six, what? Six, nine. Okay. I did that one intentionally. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. very refreshing. Yeah. And even though it is high ABV, I could drink this sucker all night if I had to. Well, it's cool. so good. It's cold outside. Sometimes you just want to be a little bit cozy. Yeah. I'm just I, adapting. You stole my joke.
2: I, yeah. I, was, I was working my way there. And, and there you go. I saw it in your eyes. Mustache
0: slid in. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I don't like you saying that. That's, that's too much. <laughs> Free rides, right? Yeah, they're, they're cheap. Screepy ride. Okay. Now, I would ask you what you're drinking. You're drinking the Pilsner. Pilsner yeah, of course. Talk about it. It's your business, Nebraska Brewing Company. Tell yeah. the people all about the Pilsner. It's just a great
2: German-style Pils. It's nice, light, very crisp, a little bit hoppy, not too much. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, it's my everyday drinker. I, you guys know that. If any of you have heard us, watched us, anything you know, that's what I drink. It's, it's just the perfect beer. I love it. Mike, what are you drinking? Mm-hmm. I had a switched up today, boys. Yeah, you, know, you did. It's, it's uh, The
1: season's getting a little bit more holiday festive. And I thought, you know what? I need a little s'mores action. Ooh. So I got the beer. It's called Gimme S'mores. And it is excellent. Mm-hmm. Definitely a, a change-up. Because Jared and I went to Ann Arbor. And we will talk about that later. Sure. We went to Ann Arbor last weekend uh, to watch Nebraska lose to, to Michigan. And uh, Did drank- you go
2: there with the intent to watch them lose? I Is went that, there to have a good time, and you—you you, kind of had to expect,
1: right? We, zero expectations. Zero for expectations, us. and Ann Arbor blew them out of the water. But sticking on my beer, it was—it uh, was a lot of light beers that I drank, <laughs> and uh, some shots and some other things. And I thought, hey, let's just change it up completely.
2: It's yeah. funny so. you went into Ann Arbor with almost zero expectations, and we had almost zero points. <laughs> we <laughs> no, no, we got points, <laughs> and we extended
0: a record. Yeah. Of games that we've scored points. That's right. So, good for us. Good job. Good yeah, Nebraska us. scored Nebraska scored more points than we had expectations. That's a win in our book. I'll Da-da-da. take it. Yes. Okay, so as everybody knows, Michigan 34, Nebraska three. Um I was having flashbacks Two. To, to my my big brother holding me down. You know, when I'm a little kid, and he's doing that spit thing. Oh, yeah. Just taunting you. Spit going, zoop, zoop, oh. zoop. you're just helpless. <laughs> the loogie's just hanging there about just like hanging. And six inches from your... Most of the time, he was pretty good at it, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> it wouldn't fall into my mouth, <laughs> but sometimes it would. That is what would- this game felt like to me. Is this... Was
2: this game one of the ones where it did fall in your mouth? Is that, is that what this one felt like? And something I, fell in our mouth. I, I think the most painful part of it was watching that cover right at the, what, what do we say? A minute, like yeah, twenty three like, left. Yeah. Minute, like five
0: a, under two
2: minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think that was the part, like we knew walking into this game that it, it wasn't going to be close. That's why, you know, all the lines were, you know, 30 and a half on the spread. We we knew it was coming. Vegas but always knows. Vegas always knows. And, and you, no. you still bet it. Why did you do that? Because I'm a hopeless romantic. Well, and cause you're colorblind. Yeah. That's a Large, large part of it <laughs> is my colorblindness.
1: Yeah. I thought we had a chance to maybe get a little cover action. Maybe yeah. a little, maybe uh, a little backdoor
2: cover. Normally, I, I prefer backdoor, <laughs> but, but no, they
1: backdoor covered. <laughs> but they backdoor covered on Nebraska, right in so, our backdoor, right in the backdoor.
0: So, wow, we can we can go. Yeah, we, we yeah. can talk about the game, or we don't. Uh, like what? What about? Okay, so Mike, let's talk about our trip. Okay, yeah, yeah let's let's the, go into that. That the a drive, lot more positive. The drive there, it was. A little over ten hours.
1: Yeah, right. On the way there, it took us eleven hours.
0: Yeah. So and so, you know, we get there, we settle into our, our hotel, we go out on the town. We we're gonna shout out some places. We went to Pretzel Bell in downtown Ann Arbor. Yeah. And on the way there, you know, we're we're in the Uber, and it's it's a great college town. Like it's just I, one of those town, those picturesque, like you know, the it's it's fall, you know, all the leaves you know in all the little the little houses on the on the street and it was very picturesque if you will yeah i got to ask when you're driving up
2: and you're getting into Ann arbor the night before vibes had to be high right i no. mean no. <laughs> no i mean once
1: again we took this trip one because i already had the tickets and the hotel book. but two we took this trip with just no expectations uh, oh, we, I'm not we talking had, about winning the game. I'm just had, saying having
2: fun. oh yeah, yeah. High. oh sure.
1: Yes, we were on a mission to have fun. Right when we got there, we hit up Tanner Wooten, the guy that was on our podcast last right. week. Unfortunately, that, that never aired. But uh, Tanner, you know, he treated us, took us to the Pretzel Bell. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some drinks there. I tried this thing called um, mead. Have you ever had a mead? <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: yeah, that's terrible. That's first, uh, it's not my preferred. No, that drink. is. I, I'm a beer guy through and through. That's yeah. that's ass. Yeah, yeah, I it's honey. So yeah. you want to explain what a mead is? So it's really just No, you, don't. I'll be very quick. Instead <laughs> of using sugars from malt, you use sugars from honey to ferment the alcohol. Yeah, um, it was it was um how do I say this nicely? Dog shit. Yeah, it was Mead it is was, it's an acquired taste. Yeah,
1: it was not good. And so we did that. That was like the only besides the game, that was probably like my biggest negative part about <laughs> Ann Arbor. <Is> that,
2: <laughs> that's it. That was it. I mean, Dude, honestly, seriously. I, we had a great time. It, I was like if was that's fun. the low point, that's Still a great trip to me. Can't complain.
0: You hear that Ann Arbor is kind of a a bougie, kind of yuppie. And it was. You know, it, yeah. And we go to that, that mead place and it's like, oh yeah, this is wine and cheese like you always hear about Ann Arbor. Remember the, uh, we were walking downtown and they
1: have like little greenhouses Mm. outside the tables. There's like just tons of greenhouses over all these. Uh, tables outside and they have little heaters in there so you can eat outside on the patio oh, with that's rad. like a little greenhouse over you. It's like yeah.
2: your own private that's intimate crazy. thing. I think that like kind of spawned out of COVID, didn't it? When everybody had to like serve outside. Those are pretty cool though. I had uh, I run into those in Denver previously, but they're, they're nice.
1: They were cool. I've never seen anything like that before. I was like,
0: this is badass. Oh, I'm not going to lie. Like I'm, you know, I'm thinking of Lincoln and I don't go to Lincoln very often, but I'm like, gosh, you guys could probably learn a few things about. What Ann Arbor, how Ann Arbor does it. Don't get me
2: wrong. Like Lincoln tailgates are great. I love game day in Lincoln. It's a great atmosphere. But yeah, you're right there. I mean, there's definitely things Lincoln can do better. Yeah, I mean, but... Like when. Well, (laughs) you ain't wrong about that. (laughs) I I mean, I think there was
1: pros and cons to both. I think Lincoln, as far as like the tailgating atmosphere, I think it's bigger in Lincoln. Like there's just more places, there's more tailgates. But the tailgate we went to in in Ann Arbor was excellent. We Mm. tailgated with the guys from... Uh, blue by 90
2: blue by 90 it's oh, a blue yeah. by 90 podcast uh go give them a follow if they have you guys... a pretty
0: solid following
2: wait hold yes. on so that was their banner that i saw that had on our instagram
1: <laughs> yeah <I> was <laughs> like it's go hilarious. big red we, yeah. we plugged in the red yes that that's, was yes that's that was, hilarious yes uh, but no they were they were awesome hosts and uh one yeah. of the guys had a hat that said Michigan, 1997 national champion. Oh, you got to fight! So <laughs> you got to fight. <laughs> we we did take a picture with him, and he was an awesome guy. I mean, the overall, they we, all did, were. we did a, a bongzilla. Like they had like oh, was that like the octopus yeah, beer like, bong? Yeah, yeah, and they had all those like tubes, and so we were doing some of that. And yeah, just
0: people over and over reusing the mouthpieces and not wiping them. Yeah, I know people. That's part of the yeah, you know, and that's, that's part you of your sore, experience. Is that why you have a sore yeah. throat, <laughs> dude? Seriously, I did wake up kind of sick. <laughs> Um, Okay, now, Mike, I don't know about you, but when we were walking around Michigan Stadium, the big house, whether it was before the game or after, didn't hear a peep from anybody. No. Whether positive or negative. They not just silent? No, I I'm just like, seriously, like... That's eerie, almost. I mean, so I go out of my way to greet other fans. Okay, Okay, I should reward... Like, there were positives, like people stopping us, like, hey... How was the trip? Oh, yeah. you made the trip all the way down. Yeah. It's awesome. Like, we got That's that. Cool. Yeah. That's Welcome
1: cool. to Ann Arbor. Hopefully you have a good time. Yeah. Hey, go try this bar. We've got a guy named Bob. Bob, yeah. Yeah, this old guy named Bob, and he's been a season ticket holder forever and in, in, at Michigan, and he gave us some rundown on what bars to go to, and uh, we ended up having dinner at one of the places
0: mm-hmm. yeah. after wow.
1: the
2: game. I mean, there's no reason to kick a man while he's down, right? You're Husker fan. Well, no, like, that, that yeah. was before the game. That was no, I know. Yeah, I, I know what I said. There's yes. no reason to kick a man while he's down. Why, <laughs> why
0: bully a Husker fan that made the trip? Like, dude, we know what's going to happen. We're here to have fun. Exactly. That that's kind of where my question was. Next question was going to lead like the fact that nobody said anything to us. It's like, dang, that's kind of sad. Don't view he as a threat. I just, man, it's they didn't have true. to worry about it.
1: Remember how you said like, should they look past Nebraska? Like, yeah, yeah, they they did. Really? They didn't yeah. care. Like. It, they knew what they were doing. Yeah. And going into the game a little bit it's like Michigan they kind of took it easy on us. They Yeah. Exactly what Tanner said like if they wanted
0: to score more, they could have put up 50-60. They could have. Yeah, they could have. The most boring game. Yeah. Like other than like, oh cool, this is a cool atmosphere, you know, and Mike was like, "So how how do you think, you know, the the atmosphere is?" and I'm just like, "I don't think this is an accurate judgment." Yeah, yeah, you can't judge this because it's just so Neutered. Like, the atmosphere yeah. was so neutered. Um, I believe it was a student section that was pretty bare at the very top for the whole game. And it's like, this is not an accurate no. description or, or atmosphere.
1: Drinking. Well, in yeah. the student it, section after, at halftime, because, you know, the game was pretty much in hand then, yeah. uh, It it never filled back up. It was probably no. less than half. They oh, were going back to tailgate. Yeah. yeah, they were going back to the bars and tailgate and having a good time.
2: And I don't know their schedule, so I don't know if it's a home game or away game for them. But, like, the, the Michigan-Ohio State game, that's one where you can judge that at oh, oh, sure. That's yeah. absolutely a game where you judge that stadium. But Michigan-Nebraska, especially with Nebraska these last six years, um, like, you just, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. They were, it was just, honestly, it was a good experience, though, from being a, an opposing
1: fan. That was my eighth Big Ten stadium. Eighth? Eighth. What's so we're, on the list? Okay. Uh, next year, I believe we are going to try to go to East Lansing. So we're going nice. to make that other 10-hour drive back up to the state mm-hmm. of Michigan and uh, hopefully get to see Nebraska play Michigan State. But, okay, let's talk about Michi- yes. the state of Michigan. Okay, let me, let me ask you guys this. And, Jared, you're going to obviously know this because I asked a lot of people this. Do you consider Michigan the Midwest? Ah. Oh,
2: I yeah. um, silly. actually know I have two friends that listen to the podcast that went to the University of Michigan, and they would kill me if I said no. So I'm, I'm going to say no. They're the North. Thank they were, you. They're yeah. very
0: adamant about being Midwest. Yes. very no, adamant. I
2: think I convinced some of them, especially the
1: Blue by Ninety guys. I was like, because I asked them, I was like, "Hey, are you guys considered the Midwest?" And they're like, "Yeah, of course." Well, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. What, no. what do you What do you mean uh, Midwest? I'm like, No, yeah, you're the North, dude. You guys are like Northeast. Yeah. Like, what What do you think is West? I was like, Nebraska. <laughs> Bro, your con, your
0: your Where, beers are Canadian and considered domestic there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, and.
2: <laughs> how many times did you get the mitten comment about how the, the shape of Michigan's a mitten? Oh, I never mitten, got that one. Really? Oh no, no, they'll all say it. Well, and, and so we asked them, I was like, okay, so let me, let me try
1: to sell you on this. You guys are not in the Midwest geographically, but I think you guys do have Midwest values. I mean, they were Midwestern when it comes to their core and
2: to the football team run that goddamn ball. Yes. <laughs> well, then
1: they, they out Midwested us. That's for damn yeah, sure. No kidding. Uh, but no, I don't geographically. There is no way in hell. They are considered Midwest. <laughs> no
0: way. Nah. No. We do uh, I don't know how much longer you wanted to go on that, but yeah. I don't. I don't <laughs> think they are. No. No. Okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they would like exactly be called.
2: I love that. Our. I don't uh, know, but... the extent of our trash talk that we can actually give this week is just the fact that we think
0: they're not the Midwest. They're not yeah. Midwest. yeah. Eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, let's just ignore all the football game. <laughs> well, and speaking of the football game, right? It's just you watch that game, and yeah. It, People say the weather. Oh, the weather sucked. Actually, it would have been awesome if Nebraska would have won because that's all we'd be talking about was oh the, the snow coming down. It was yeah. so cool. No, it was cool. It was it was fun. Well, and after a while, did get cold because you're just kind of sitting there.
2: Yeah, but, but that's another thing from the players' standpoint. From the and you know not that I've ever been a football player. You're Looking at me, I know you'd all assume that. But we we're a Midwest team. This weather was not anything unique to Michigan. We've no. had this before. Yeah. It's not an excuse. No,
1: it's not, you, no, not at all. No, no. You would think that Whipple would be able to adjust for this Midwest weather. He's
2: an offensive genius. Just ask him. He'll yes. tell you his
1: brain is huge and his, his legs are injured and he's still calling plays with his big ass brain.
2: OK, again, <laughs> we talked on. about this before we, we went on. He gets hurt and, you know, they're saying you need x-rays. We need to get you in. And he says no and goes up to the box to keep calm plays. For all the shit we give Mark Whipple, that's a cool move. I respect the hell out of that.
1: I can't be mad at him. I no. honestly
2: like that is That's that a is ride
1: like, or die move. That's the biggest middle finger to Nebraska fans, too, because he's <laughs> like, You think that
2: some guy's gonna take me out, that's gonna get me to stop calling plays <laughs> here? Yeah, nice try. You think this is a Sean Payton bounty gate, but it was against our own OC? And he's like, hey, just let him roll into his legs really oh quick. Get <laughs> the play calling. Mickey's moved on. like,
0: okay, shove him out right here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> You I look at like, the back God. of the camera and Mickey's pushing him into the pile. That's terrible!
0: Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, so yeah, he's a crotchety old man. He will not go down without a damn fight.
2: No, he did not. No. <laughs> Again, I respect it. I wasn't yeah. happy that he kept calling plays, but I respect the move.
0: He, As old as he is, he knows everybody on Twitter is like, oh, maybe we'll see another guy call plays. And he, Could you imagine if someone else called plays and they came out just blazing? Oh, yeah. Like, what that would do to his ego. Yeah. Well, especially if it would have worked. I think he would have known, too.
1: Like, so, say if Steve Cooper came in and called the plays. Because I think he called three before Whipple got. He waddled Ooh, his uh, way yeah. up to the, to the box. Waddled his way. Yeah. And uh, imagine if we scored on that
0: drive. That would I think be so that it, been it would instantly get Whipple fired. Fire oh, him yeah. <laughs> okay. So, this offense is... Bad. Dog water. Yeah, I, bad is like the only word i It's got. dog shit. Yeah. Like even with Casey, it was still, it I was, mean, b- besides the, it the was bombing, lower tier good with Casey. Yeah. Lower tier good. Besides the bombing. It was a hell of a lot oh, better than this shit. Yeah.
2: Though. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. A hell of a lot better, but still lower tier good. Yeah. Now we're like mid tier bad. <laughs>
0: Dude, they're just, they're just terrible. Like we always gave Iowa shit about their offense and it's like, you look at ours and, and yeah, I get it. It's different, different circumstances. Uh, you're down to your injured third string quarterback. <laughs> I just don't. Do you, <laughs> you believe just, that? What do you,
1: yeah. you. Do you believe that Logan was actually hurt? Or do you think it was more if we get down to Logan because, you know, because uh, Chubby got hurt, we can't have him run because if he gets hurt, then we're going down to who was that fourth guy that, that came in at the end of the game? Um, S-
2: Jarrett Sinek.
1: That, oh, yeah. I believe Jarrett, is
2: how you say it. Is it a little concerning that? three guys sitting right here that talk about Nebraska football every week had to look around and be like, God, what's his name? Well, because it's not even a scholarship guy. It's not. Yeah. It's not Mr. Dick Torres. It's not
1: fucking Heinrich Harburg. It's Jarrett Sinnott. Yeah. That's what I'm, like, it came down to a walk-on guy. Not even Matt Masker. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just,
0: that's weird to me that that guy's the next in line. Weird progression. Yes. Weird. So just, you know, Chubba ends up starting. Yeah. Chubba's, best plays were when he was scrambling and then that ended up him being injured because of a awkward slide. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, Chubba was running more than Smothers has in a while. <laughs> like, Chubba was on, was a run running and they just looked looked terrible.
2: It looked bad. I will say, um, I, I don't know how much you guys could see from where you were sitting. The seats did look cool. But watching Chubba as the pocket collapses around him and him repeatedly just running for his life, it looked pretty great. I had a very, very small shred of hope. Not for a win, but for like a somewhat like, competitive game. Or like, like a cover. would Yeah, cool. like a cover. Like, <laughs> I was dude, like, oh, we're not going to lose by 31. Psych. But Chuba looked good on his feet. That's The, f- the but,
0: arm was another question. But here's the thing. If that's the only way he looks good, that's it's not by design. It's by just running, running for, running his, for life. his life. Yeah, exactly. And that's not... That is not what we envisioned.
2: Well, yeah, and it's weird because walking into this That'll, game, we talked so much about how the O-line is so good and that this wouldn't yeah. be an issue. <laughs> no, I mean, it was <sighs> what we expected. I will um, say, though,
1: even though the O-line isn't good, 54, the guy we've flacked on quite a bit um, on this podcast, he's played okay the last couple of weeks. It's okay. It's, it's
0: yet another game that the O-line didn't wasn't just absolute. Yeah, Garbo.
1: But I mean, but I think the standard is so fucking low right now that oh, if they even just, like a moderately good yeah. performance
2: is like a holy shit. Yeah, where, where was guess, that? So,
1: and the defense they played
0: okay.
2: I thought they looked okay,
0: dude. They did. Yeah, I mean, look uh, the the biggest play of the game was a Nebraska play for like thirty yards. Mar- Marcus Washington, shout out to him. I mean, he's he's the only one like catching the ball consistently when it's thrown his way. Well, Trey isn't catching. He had another drop. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you bring up the defense. Ernest Hausman, he's, he's listen, coming into his own, man. We, we we ask every week, who are the dogs on this team? Are there any? Is there anyone on this team that has dog in them? And we clown on this team. There aren't a whole lot of dogs. Their dog to silly goose ratio, it's way not, out of whack. It's not good. Yeah, a lot of like, silly gooses, There's not a whole lot of dogs. Not yeah. a whole lot of dogs. A lot of silly gooses. Yeah. And so Ernest, like going forward, right? Ernest Hausman. I want him, I would want him on the team. Well, and Who's, who, well, that's a statement. He's the
1: future. I, I mean, honestly, he's a true freshman. And his father tweeted out about him, like a highlight reel of him, and said, right. "Hey, this is the future, of Nebraska, whatever." So that tells me because one, he's local; he's a Columbus kid. Yeah, that tells me that he wants to be here regardless of the staff. So you bought
2: in. This is.
1: I, it's not me buying in. It, it's me saying that if you're gonna like, this is a, one of the guys because you're a Nebraska kid. This is one of the guys that wants to be here. There's going to be a lot of guys and a lot of rotation coming out when this new staff gets called, and there's going to be a lot of guys leaving. And this is one of the guys that's going to be like, "Hey, guys, I'm part of this old regime. We're going to get this stuff together. Like, we're going to get this shit right."
2: And,
0: and he, I like. And honestly, a true freshman coming in, he didn't shrink. Okay, he had double digit tackles. He actually like pushed guys back when he made a tackle. He didn't get trucked over. Yeah, like it's so easy for a guy like him to just shrink in that moment and be a non-factor, but he was. Do you
2: think, uh, again, knowing, I would assume from the player side as well, walking into that game, you know you're coming up against number three Michigan. They are going to try and just beat the out of you. Do you think that's a little conducive to him getting out there and just flying around that field and leaving it all out there? Because it's, sure. it's
0: no pressure. Go out and just play.
1: And I think that's the mentality of all the guys, where it's like, "Hey, I don't care if we lose; just go out there and play." Yeah,
0: I think that's part of the reason why we're seeing the defense not be as bad as they were. Like, don't get me wrong; they're not great. No, but again, it was. It's similar to the conversations we had last year. Was this defense are not world beaters at all, but they are keeping the team in the game. But it's the damn offense, anemic. Listless, lists, identity lists, no juice, a lot of goose. Yeah. No juice, a lot of goose. We Hold need, it. we need to to be a drop like a, yeah. like honk, honk, whatever sound gooses make. I think they honk. there's a lot of, there's a lot of those on this team. And so, you know, I, I just want to give a shout out to Houseman. I want to give a shout out to Bill Bush. I like Hartzog. I mean, he was targeted like five times and nobody caught a pass against him. Held his own again. He's like five foot nine. Dude's out there playing well. Didn't get beat to the edge against Quorum on that one play that I can picture in my mind. Who, who else is a dog on this team that you want to see? Is there anyone else that, anyone I mean, else that comes to mind? I thought of Garrett it, Nelson, you know. Oh, well,
2: yeah. Our cheerleader. Yeah. I mean, no. I'll tell you what. Anthony Grant is a dog. But we knew, again, with that Michigan defensive line that it was going to be tough to get him going this week. Uh, and he got hurt, though, too. Yeah, I saw him on the sideline. and uh, The other thing that uh, I want to point out on the opposite side... Is the Michigan offense? Did it surprise you guys that they kept those starters in that long? It, it surprised the hell out of me because I figured once they got up, you know, three four scores, they were just going to pull them because next week obviously a huge game for them. But they did not pull off. Quorum is was in the entire game, wasn't he? he
1: no, they pulled them at the end
0: of the game. They, they did. did. Okay, yeah. and here's the thing, right? Like Quorum actually had like the least amount of longest yards. Like their backups were the ones that were like there was there was a portion of the game where they handed the ball off like three straight times and it each time went for over 10 yards. It was like 12, then 15, and then 19 or something like that. Yeah, And that was with the backup, whoever their backup is. And so I watch Michigan, not complicated. They K-I-S-S. They keep, keep it simple. It so fucking simple. I watch them and I'm like, oh God, is that, is that what I want from... Our team, Weird. Nebraska. Yes, it is because guess what, JJ McCarthy. You know, is he a guy that will lead Michigan to a natty? I don't know. Uh, maybe this. I, know. I my thing is maybe. If, if Michigan plays a team
1: that can actually stop the run, like, I'm interested to see what McCarthy can do. And, and Illinois is going to be a great test for them this Saturday because that's the type of defense. They play Illinois this Saturday.
2: Oh, I thought they had Ohio State this week. No, nope, the mm-hmm. following week.
1: Ah. So Illinois is going to be that matchup that I'm really intrigued about because I personally think that
2: Illinois could hang with Michigan. Sure. Because I, I want to see... Did you see that Illinois game this weekend? You probably did not. No. I, I don't have a ton of faith in Illinois. I just... My thing is, is Mich- oh,
1: Illinois is a well-coached team. and sure. And they are going to make McCarthy beat them with his arm. And Nebraska did that at times. Well, oh, actually, I wouldn't argue that. I would say Michigan through for no reason at times because they could because they could yeah and mccarthy looked really bad doing it so i would love to see
2: and that's that's against a line that's barely getting pressure on anyone that's what I'm, that's what i'm saying the
1: yeah. defense is like not good yeah so imagine illinois who is like the number we'll just say a top five scoring defense in the country yeah going up against them and they're gonna be like okay we're gonna take away quorum
2: yeah because they beat us with your the arm their passing defense is top three isn't it who's illinois Yes. Yeah. Third, yeah. Yeah. But Mike, it was the weather. That's why he wasn't throwing well.
0: Oh, okay. Well, look, you look at Michigan. They're ten and zero. They are ranked third. I see their offense, and I go, God damn, they have an awesome line. They have awesome set of running backs. They have a quarterback that they don't need to be Peyton Manning. Yeah, he doesn't need to win the game. All like right they, there. You, d- you Michigan need doesn't need to recruit. A five-star elite eleven, top two quarterback in the nation, in order to be good because their They've identity that, is not
1: that. Yeah, they have done that though. Like Harbaugh is a good recruiter; he has yeah. brought in good quarterbacks too. But Name their last good quarterback, elite eleven, stud. I think five-star. I think, I think Shea Patterson was a, a pretty highly okay. You can
0: sure put yeah. Say Shea Patterson, <laughs> but but still, again, so we, that's not that's not how Michigan, that's not how Harbaugh's built Michigan. So, I think McCaffrey too, uh,
1: uh, Luke's brother and Christian's brother, when he played at Michigan, I think he
0: was pretty highly touted. Okay, but sure. if you're going to claim that McCaffrey is a elite quarterback, then no, he's not an elite quarterback. I, but I was just saying, saying,
1: like they did go recruit those guys, they just didn't use them.
2: To, and that's why a lot yeah. of those guys transferred.
0: So Well, and they, did, they didn't need that. I'm just saying yeah. they don't need those quarterbacks. That's how that team's built. Yes. Right. So, Correct.
2: again, we've talked about this, I think, like the last two, maybe three episodes about who should your best player on your team be? Should it be a receiver? Nebraska? No. Honestly, it shouldn't be a quarterback. No, no. That's why Michigan is so powerful. Sorry, and They've people got gonna, those running backs that they can control the game right there. I, I disagree. I think if you
1: if you have an an elite quarterback, like a Bryce Young.
2: Yeah, but I need elite receivers to go with him. I
0: don't think so. See, running he, back, I need a Good quarterbacks make receivers better. Okay, Mike. Now, I'm not saying you're wrong, but is Nebraska ever going to get no. that elite? Okay. No. You know that. Dylan Rayola. So rail stop trying. Dylan <laughs> Rayola. Stop trying to get that shining star quarterback because he's not going to want to come to Nebraska anyway. He's just not. I don't care how good of a recruiter Mickey Joseph is. You're not going to get the top quarterback in the country, Mickey Joseph. No. Sorry. And even if you get the top uh, wide receiver, you got to have a guy that can throw it to him. And you're, again... And you need an O-line that's going to protect that QB.
1: And you play in the Midwest. And the weather does not fare well for you in November when it's snowing and blowing wind (laughs) and blowing freaking... Snowing and blowing, yeah, (laughs) snowing and blowing.
2: You cannot sling it across the yard like Mark Whipple wants to do. Right? Yeah, you need a serviceable O line and a very, very good running back, and you can win games in the Big Ten. And you
1: need a mobile quarterback.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah, Be helpful. A a guy who's be helpful.
1: A
2: guy
0: who is not a statue. Is there any other thing from this Michigan game that stood out, or that you want to talk about? We talk about Whipple getting wiped out. Yeah. Um, I guess one more thing we have to shout out
1: is the Tecumseh boys. Tecumseh boys. We ran into some, <laughs> some, some Husker fans uh, that traveled up from Tecumseh. Right. Uh, we had some drinks, had some good conversations, and they followed us and stuff and said, hey, we followed you. Give us a shout out on the pod. And usually I say no free shout-outs, but... So if you're watching, we gave you a shout-out. We gave you you a goddamn shout-out. Next
2: shout-out, the Venmo request comes in like 30 minutes. Yeah,
1: we'll
0: make sure to send you the bill. And it's totally, totally not the hometown of Matt Davison. Totally not. (laughs) No. Totally different place to come (laughs) to Nebraska. Okay. Okay, It's the prison. (laughs) um, So coming off this game, I just want to throw a question out there. Okay. And this is a question that, of course, I came up with. So I'm going to have a very elaborate answer. Is there anything that Mickey Joseph can do that will want that will want you to want him be the head coach? Not support, support's different. Cuz if he was hired as the coach, we would support him. But is there anything that he can do from here on out that would make you make you actively want him? There's one thing. Go. He wins out
2: with a win margin of at least 30 points.
0: Okay. at least 30 each game or total each game each game each game mm. <laughs> no
2: if he wins yeah <laughs> now he wins with a 30 point win margin wins out that way then i would be like yeah maybe this is the guy maybe things are turning around but i mean you're <laughs> so asking long for shot. a lot yeah you're asking okay. for a lot
0: it's funny because my scenario is even more of a long shot but oh, go my God. God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i would say that uh if if mickey can upset mm. wisconsin and iowa and I don't want to say 30 points, but if it's convincing, does, if it looks like a, like a well-disciplined team.
2: What's convincing for you? I just like it, the game.
1: just know it when you see it. You just know yeah. it. it no, they, no. they pass the eye test. Eye test. They pass the eye test. Fucking eye test. I don't want like some nine to six shit. Like, no, I want, like, I want you to pass the eye test, then
2: maybe. So w- let's say, you know, we win both games in a shootout. But it, it, it like the team looks good, but it's a shootout. Is that does that pass your eye test? If you win both, yeah, I, I would say, and that would make you want him or support him. Because again, I think whoever gets hired, we're going to support. It him would, no it, it would yeah, move him. It would move him higher up
1: on my list. It would make me accept the hire. Because regardless, like like you said, if he becomes the head coach, we're gonna re, we're gonna support him regardless. The support.
0: It's the want. It's yeah. the want. Like, like, it I want him. It
1: would make me want him to be the coach if he could show
2: his worth. But do you think four and five? Out of nine games is enough for Mickey because that's where he would be
0: if he were to win these last two.
2: I would say these last two, oh, though. The only reason why these last two yeah.
1: are th- that like stick with me is because Wisconsin's beat us eight years in a row. Okay, that goes
2: back all the way to the freaking Bo regime. Yeah, but okay. I mean, those Wisconsin teams, in my opinion, were a bit more stout, a bit scarier. Yeah, yeah. and was- then and then the Iowa game.
1: We haven't beat them since Bo was our coach, so. To but, me, if you take those and beat those teams, because I consider those rivals, I think Wisconsin, obviously, they dominate us. Yeah. Iowa, we still own the all time series. Eat shit. Uh, <laughs> but but to me, I think if you were to win those games and pass the eye test, I would say yes, but it,
2: the That would odds, make you want him. That would, that, would want, that move him to your one spot? Not to my one
1: spot, but it would make me it would make me it would make him more attractive to me. Like, yeah, I I could <laughs> see, I could see
2: the vision. Is Mickey in your top three right now? No. Top five, no, top seven, no, really, I think he'd
1: probably be at like number eight for me. to Be honest, okay. And I don't want to go like I don't need to I, go into the list, but yeah, no, we don't to, need to. We do to that. To me, every like week. he hasn't done enough for me. He says all the right things. I I just I admire him for what he's dealing with, but I want my personal preference of a head coach is someone who has power five coaching experience, mm. and we can get into that a, a little bit later. I feel like. Yes, that's going to be a discussion. Yes, I want power five coaching experience and someone who has actually rebuilt a program. Yeah, that's what I want. That that's like a requirement for me. Maybe not for you
2: guys, but for me, that's that's my requirement. And this isn't like to knock Mickey. Mickey was kind of dealt a shit sandwich. Like when I say I think I I know. Yeah, he was Ah, definitely. Yeah, Um, eat it. So it's nothing against Mickey. It's just this is not a situation where I think Mickey Joseph can write the shit. Mickey is here to keep the ship afloat right now. Yeah, and he's doing a very good job at keeping yeah. it afloat.
1: Not winning games, but he's keeping the kids still bought in. They're still playing
0: hard. Yeah,
2: keep the ship above water, and then we'll figure out how to steer it. Yes. That's, that's step
0: number one, and I think Mickey's doing a good job at that. Okay, Here's what Mickey <laughs> Joseph would have to do in order for me to want him. Want? Not support. It's different. He would have to, against Wisconsin and Iowa, before every offensive play, Before every offensive play, he needs to run across the field to Jim Leonard. And if he can't do it, wheel Mark Whipple across. the (laughs) And they they say, Jim Leonard, Kirk Ferentz, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to run a four-yard fullback dive, and it's going to go for four yards. (laughs) You said my magic word, fullback, baby. Bring fullback. back. It's going to go for four yards. I'm going to snap the ball at one second. I'm going to hand the ball off. Uh, who's going to be my fullback? Um, we'll just say it's Casey Thompson. Whoever my fullback is at that time, Borkature, four yards every time. Just and, telegraph and, everything, and, still and it happens. And it happens. And they run for like 250 yards. Time of, time of possessions like uh, shade under 50 minutes. It's like 48 to just dominate 12. everything four yard fullback trap or dive. And it happens every time I'm telling you what's happening. It's still going to And then you know what? They win both those games, right? And then whatever you want to do after that, if you want to run the, the Mike Leach air raid with Mickey Joseph, <laughs> if you want to, uh, you know, Sonny Cumby, you want to bring in a, a guy who's like Colt Brennan, may he rest in peace, go for it. But for these next two games, four-yard fullback trap every time we snap the ball at 0.3 seconds, that's what it would have to take.
2: I, I want to point out that you said yours was a shade more unrealistic <laughs> than mine. That is the most. Mine <laughs> was so much more realistic, and mine was already a long shot. Whoops. So uh, you brought up a, a funny point there where you said, you know, wheel Mark Whipple across the field and let him know, <laughs> let Jim Leonard know what we're going to do. Do we think, is Mark Whipple going to come out on crutches or wheelchair or anything like that? They just wheel his ass down onto the sideline.
0: <laughs> he's wheeling around, he's, yelling at people. You know, he's always liked being on the field. He likes to berate his cornerbacks yeah. when they mess up. Um, Isn't that so ironic, though?
1: Because <laughs> this old motherfucker is on the—he is hard-headed. And this crotchety like, fuck. He's like, I need to be on the field. Most OCs are up in the box so they can see
2: everything. No, Whipple wants me on the field. And he gets fucking hurt. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. I think we give him one of those rascals, like the electric shopping carts you get, like Hy-Vee. Just put some off-road tires on that bitch and just let him roll around the sideline. I don't know. I, I would love that. That, I would, that would make the
0: experience for me. I think he's going to be in the box. <laughs>
2: yeah. Almost definitely. Yeah. Almost definitely. Yeah.
0: Okay. Mickey Joseph, win these last two games doing what I said, and I will want you. Now let's get into Mike's favorite subject. Oh, Mike wanted to get into this so bad. And all those people on Facebook with all your polls talking about potential head coach Matt Rule, former Temple, former Baylor, former Carolina Panther head coach. Oh, we don't talk about the last one. We don't talk about the last one.
2: (laughs) NFL. Yeah, we... Stop talking about his
0: NFL career. We don't care about the NFL. I I just want to throw it to Mike because it was rumored. It's rumored. 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 He was in town. You know, people are tracking his flights like a bunch of freaking weirdos. Yeah, they do that all all over Twitter. They do that all
2: the time. Our fans are weird. Apparently,
0: he was in town. Some some guy took a creepy photo of a slightly fat man with. With with the salt and pepper beard you and said, That's that? Matt Rule. He's, he's Did, healthy.
1: Did you see that, Mr. Yeah. He's healthy? Apparently, he's healthy. and he was at Super Saver. He's well fed.
0: <laughs> he's well fed going to why, Super Saver.
1: Why would he why would Matt Rule come all the way to Lincoln, Nebraska to go check out their Super <laughs> Saver? Hey. They've he's got deals, to, Mike. He's trying to scope oh, you out. See
0: those discounts? You know where am I going to shop for groceries? I'm going go to. This is Matt
1: Rule, not Mike Riley. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's called Super Saver, not Okay Saver. And let me reiterate that point once more. This is Matt Rule, not Mike Riley.
2: Matt Rule's sitting on a cool Wait, forty million dollars. I don't think he's worried about going for. He's not couponing
0: out here. When people say HCMR, it means Matt Rule now right? Oh, correct. Well, not <gasps> oh, yet. Not yet. Okay. Not so yet. Mike, get into like your experience throughout the day with these rumors, what you've seen on the interwebs, there's, go into that. There's just a lot of stuff going on with Twitter
1: and, and Facebook and everything else. And, and obviously somebody leaked it and saying that Matt Rule might be the next head coach in Nebraska, which is nothing new. We've said this a couple of weeks ago. It's been in the in the news for a long time, but if Matt Rule is your head coach in Nebraska, you should not poo poo it. No.
2: You I'd be should actively you should happy.
1: fully embrace this because, first off, we knew this that there is not going to be 100%. The like, there's not going to be like a perfect candidate
2: for this job. Everybody has a flaw here or there. Everyone. We could hire fucking Nick Saban, and there'd be people like, oh, uh, I don't know, I don't know, he's kind of old. Yeah, uh, I don't. Know. Know. Yeah. He, uh, he
0: kind of stuck with the Dolphins. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah,
2: let me go pull up his NFL <laughs> career. He stuck with the Dolphins.
0: I don't know what the Michigan State. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think there is a perfect. Like, no part of the fan base is going to be pissed no
1: matter what. I would rate this higher. I mean, in like a, in like a grading system. Yeah, give me an I a would a say, to F. I would say like Matt Rule would be like a, like a B-plus hire. I was going to say B-plus. Yeah, he'd be well, yeah, a B-plus sure. hire. Sure. He is the most reasonable, realistic coach that you can bring to Lincoln, Nebraska. You're not going to get Lane Kiffin. You're not going to get Nick Saban or Dabo Sweeney or Urban, or Urban Meyer, unfortunately. right? right. You're not going to get those guys. So if you go down a tier and you find a guy like Matt Rule who has built two programs from shit—
2: yeah, uh, what, three years at Temple from a 1-win program to a 10-win, three years at Baylor from a 2-win to an 11-win? Yes. That's pretty convincing to me. And and the one that, that really, like, pushes it to me
1: is Baylor. The Baylor situation, you could talk about his recruiting rankings, everything else. One, the three classes that he recruited at Baylor were the highest recruiting classes in the history of Baylor football. Yeah. And he did that in three years. With
2: sanctions and everything else, he did all of that In that short amount of time at Baylor. Mm. That's another big pro to me. And the reason why, like the only other quote-unquote reasonable, I don't think it has legs anymore would have been Bill O'Brien. Yes. Um, Going in and doing what he did at Penn State with sanctions and everything like that. Matt Rule's done that too. And that's why Bill was so high on my list as well is because
1: I want a guy who has dealt with shit.
2: Because that's frankly, that's where it is. And I'm
1: telling you right now, Nebraska, we are at the bottom of our, our history, but we are still not as low as the situations that Matt Rule has dealt with not quite. We're not there. yet. It,
0: it's kind of close. Well, right. the it's reason why Nebraska is so low is because of play on the field, right? They yes. they haven't had cover ups of sexual abuse like those programs that you mentioned earlier. Um, you know, it, it does make you kind of question, like, okay, which one is worse? Because like the talent I would hear in Nebraska on this squad, would, it's gonna it's. He's going to have to shovel a lot of shit uphill. That's yeah. all. That's all. That's all but, I'm going to say about it.
1: But the the thing about Matt Rule, too, is, okay, so people could argue, okay, maybe he's not an elite recruiter, which you can go read any article. Texas he coaches. He is. Love Matt Rule. Yeah. He is going to recruit the state of Texas very well, which is what we need to do, in my opinion. On top of that, if you say that Matt Rule hasn't recruited a four- or five-star guy at Baylor or in his career, Okay then what, what he did with three-star talent and would two-star talent, talent make compress, what compress, what he would there. make me even more happy. That, that's more Bo Pelini-esque to me because Bo did a lot more with less. Like he, he was not an alpha recruiter by any means. Bo Pelini wasn't.
2: But those three-star guys were those core guys at Nebraska. How many times have we talked about over the last three weeks about developing the guys that you yes. bring in? Matt Rule can
1: develop guys. Retention and development. Yeah. And Matt Rule speaks. Retention and development. It's a great fit. Yes. It's a great fit. He also had 11 guys go to the NFL that he's recruited. Yeah. That's a pretty good number. That's pretty good. I don't think we have 11 guys um, in the last regime. Maybe the last two regimes that have gone to the NFL. So, no, probably not even the last two
0: combined. Mm -hmm. If I had to think. It'd be close. For this next head coach at Nebraska, I mean, the biggest thing for me, personally, like, you consider what is Trev looking for, right? We we know what the internet wants. We know that they want the candidate with a picture-perfect resume with nothing that you can pick at at all because Nebraska is totally in that position to just have the pick of the litter. Pick of the litter. That should be if... That should make you freaking crawl in a bathtub. Yeah. With, you <laughs> with know... A toaster? Like, yeah, <laughs> sure. No. I'm yeah, right yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> so I would just say, besides knowing what Trev wants, and I think a lot of what he wants is what I want, who is going to come in and establish a identity/slash culture? You can you can recruit re- recruit all the four-star guys you want, okay, but what is the culture going to be? What is the identity going to be? What is going to be the thing that you lean on and can depend on? And from what I hear about Matt Rule, and I'm not gonna lie and sit here that I've I've watched every Temple game, I've watched every Baylor game and every Panther game, I have not done those things, but it sounds like he built from the lines out, right? You start there and you emphasize the run game. Now that is what I've heard about Matt Rule. Yeah. If those things are true. The numbers back it up. I saw it today. Yeah predominantly,
1: usually by year two and three, he's running the ball over 50% of the time.
0: <gasps> and, and Jared oh. is all Oh, the oh. I'm worried to be <laughs> sitting across true. from Jared right now. This table's about to flip. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, if Matt Rule's the guy, then I will not be pissed off.
1: Regardless of who the guy is, you know, we're going to support him regardless. I just, I have a tough time with the people that, Like we said, no, he's not. Never, Mickey Joseph. He, I want Mickey. Give Mickey time. Give him this. Give this team is playing harder under him than ever. Name a blue blood program. (laughs) Like, why are we the program that has to let guys practice being a head coach? We just did that for Scott Frost. Sorry, we did that for Scott. There it is. Yeah, we already we already did that for Scott. We do not need to do that for Mickey Joseph. It is not a knock on Mickey. Once again. We commend him for everything he has done this year for Nebraska, and I hope that he is on the staff and can continue to be on the staff for a very long time. Absolutely.
2: But, like, you look at when they say, oh, Mickey needs more time. He had nine games. Nine games. That's 75% of a season.
0: Yeah. Like, that's – no, he doesn't exactly need more time. Mike, when you were sitting in the big house watching Nebraska play Michigan, and it was just a very ho-hum, business-like – you know, Nebraska is just like a. It's it's almost like Appalachian State went in there, but it was like the normal Appalachian State that that wouldn't that be shouldn't, competitive, right? shouldn't lose to a blue blood program. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, were you? Did you ever sit there and think that this is the lowest point in Nebraska football history? It's the lowest it is. because it it like isn't it is. that? It's just kind of like whoa, like you're here for this. This yeah. is the most pathetic that this program has ever been. Yeah, like even back in the before Devaney with Bill Jennings, like this is more pathetic, sad, whatever word you want to use. Yeah, and I, there, there's a, there's another prominent Twitter person out there that's been saying this, but we've been saying this all along, which is fuck Scott, <laughs> <laughs> fuck I, that guy, fuck the, you know as, when when people had frost warning T shirts. We all thought that was for the opponents. No, No. that was for the fans. That's for fucking us. Uh, Frost warning don't do it.
2: Well, Frost. Frost did fuck us, among other things. Fuck that guy. He broke a lot of records in the wrong way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All these losses should be attributed to him, not even Mickey. And I don't even want Mickey to be the head coach, but Scott Frost needs these L's on his fucking resume. I agree.
2: I think as commentators, podcasters, whatever you want to call us, it's like living through the Great Depression, but with football. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah, and instead of, like, you know, the economy being in a depression, it's just us.
0: Like, we're depressed. This sucks. I'm just glad that other people are out there saying these words out loud. Like Because we said it last year. I know, but I don't want it to come off as, like, oh, we were first, so we're better. No, it's more like you see a guy that doesn't look like he gives a shit, and it's like, yeah, sure, support him and post your little fucking gifts of him smiling at a press conference. This dude didn't give a shit. No, not even a little. And he put Nebraska in a bigger hole than it's ever been in, and he fucked the next guy over. Yep. So if you want to say, oh, I just support whoever the head coach is, you know what? That's fine. But you can also say that he's a he's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, like, really a piece of shit. Scott came in. At a time when
2: Nebraska was in a hole, and his first thought was, Well, hand me a fucking shovel. Let's keep digging. And that's what
1: happened. <laughs> <laughs> he, he used a fucking bobcat. He didn't yeah. use a shovel, he used a bobcat for the program.
0: Shits, man. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, look. Um, do we want to get into the Wisconsin game? Yeah, let's get into it. Is Nebraska going to turn around this losing streak that they have against Wisconsin and turn it to Wisconsin?
1: I doubt it. <laughs> I, I think the only chance Nebraska has against Wisconsin is if they can stop the man child himself, Braylon Allen. The man child. Yeah. If we can if they can stop him, sure. And then also if Casey Thompson plays. Because that that's literally our only chance to beat Wisconsin.
0: You're our only hope, Casey Thompson.
1: So I, and it's almost like that builds his ego more. He's oh, like, yeah. Now I now I feel needed. Like I they need me. So he might actually play, but in my opinion, I don't
2: think he plays the rest of the year. He I'm has gonna, no dog. I'm gonna Yeah, no dog. Got that silly goose honk, in him. Honk honk. I'm gonna give away my opinion but with one question. Anyone know what the line is on this game? I haven't even looked. Thirteen? Thirteen? I was yeah. gonna say it's a two score game. Yeah. So I think Wisconsin wins by fourteen. Like I haven't yeah. even thought no of a score. Yeah. No, no, I'll think I, of it on the fly. Dude, yeah, I haven't even dude, thought I of a score. I just yet, don't, but, this
0: offense is so fucking bad. Can we can we have two score
2: predictions, one with Casey, one without? I think so.
0: I can't even come up with one at I mean, all. Yeah, you I, know, like, I don't
2: have, an, like, an official prediction. I just, I'm telling you that I don't think we'll be within 14. I think Wisconsin makes it nine straight. I think they make it nine straight, but
1: I will say, if if Casey plays, we'll, we'll cover the spread.
2: But he has some practicing. He's nervous. Stop
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep eating that quote to death. That just so, infuriates Ch- me. Chubba, high ankle sprain, not going to play. Nope. Correct. Logan Smothers apparently hurt. Uh, fan, I don't. Was I that, don't want to say phantom, but yeah, something. Have they said what it is?
2: No, I haven't. No, heard
1: just apparently it required him so that he had to be a pocket passer and could not run and use his legs. So
0: his only, anyway. And then you know Casey with I think his his pinky, some with his pinky. He, I thought it was thumb, but I guess I no, heard it's pinky.
1: pinky. Yeah, so the the nerve damage. Uh, it, let me tell you this. If if I had nerve damage for three fucking weeks or four weeks, however long many weeks it's been, if I had if I've had it that long and I still don't have feeling I'd probably in my having, fingers having surgery. I'd probably be having surgery or seeking more help. Yeah. Than going on the practice field but not participating. Like, yeah. To me, and that's I mean, why I don't think he's going to play again. But maybe maybe he is exploring those options and we just don't know.
0: Maybe um, I, but,
1: none of my business, but I'm yeah. just telling you. Then just say he's out for the year.
0: Like, don't don't beat her on the. Bush. No, dude, we got to do this gamesmanship where we have. To, oh, we have to make the opposing uh, staff. Prepare but then you still tell for, them.
1: Blah, blah, blah. They still told them that he wasn't playing. I yeah, I am in they, on the gamemanship If you're gonna be I'm like, not. hey, hey, uh, Casey, uh, he's a game time decision. Or hey, Ga- Casey looks really good in practice, even though he didn't practice. You say that kind of stuff. You don't just tell them on freaking Tuesday. He's hey, not Casey's that, not
0: he. practicing. He's probably not going to play. Yeah. Why would you tell the other team? that? And like ideally, right? This is just me like in a perfect scenario. Like you think of great teams and you that don't need to do gamesmanship because like, okay, Mike, your boy, Peyton Manning. Like, if you're the Colts, you're not like, Oh, who's preparing? Who Peyton Manning might be out. Oh, Jim Sorgi might play. Who are you gonna prepare for? It's like, well, if you have a a solid number one quarterback, like, you don't need to prepare for the next guy. But that, I, I understand that's where Nebraska is, where they have, like, their first, second, and third-string quarterbacks. All of them aren't—they're not that good. They're not world beaters. I'm sorry, they're just not— Go they, look at
1: Casey's numbers. I understand that this can, offense does not move the ball without him. They don't, man. He yeah. has 12 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Yeah.
0: But it's a positive touchdown-interception ratio. Yeah, barely. Ugh. <laughs> Ten.
1: That's yeah, terrible. Interceptions. That's not even counting Ten. fumbles.
0: Yeah. And it's not like every time he was getting fucking hit. Just stop. It, it's not been like that. Some of the He's times, made some throws that were
1: like, oof. Just throw it to the other team. Oof. Yeah. I think a lot of it's his, he's short, so he can't right. see. <laughs> like, he's, no, he's short. I mean, he's probably your height, Connor.
2: He's six foot three. <laughs> Stupid. I'm sitting down. You guys can
0: tell. I hate <laughs> so so nobody's predicting a Wisconsin miracle. No. Let's get let's no. get into our score <laughs> predictions. <laughs> Mike, I mean, I like. I'm I gonna said, start. I don't I'm gonna start. Goal. You go with Casey.
1: I think we lose. Thirty-one.
2: Twenty-one. Holy shit! I thought we were gonna have the same score there. No.
1: Thirty-one. Wait. Thirty-one. Twenty-one. If Casey plays. If Casey does not play. I think we lose three to 27.
2: Damn, we're close on both of these. Because
1: I I think that if another quarterback plays, I think hopefully we will shorten the game a little bit. We tried that a little bit against Michigan, but hopefully that's the case. But if Casey plays, air raid, slinging it, you know, three-play drives, all that shit. But I think, you know, boom or bust, we might score
2: more points. I think if Casey plays... We lose thirty-one seventeen. Okay. If Casey doesn't play, I like 28 to nine. You think we get nine? I like that yeah. nine. And, I, oh, and
0: I'm, not, Timmy call, Blake I'm Road. not calling three field goals. Shout
2: out Tim. Oh, I'm not calling three field goals. We're getting a safety.
0: All right. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. Um, well, here's the thing Mickey Joseph wants a head coaching job. So he's going to do the fullback trap for four yards every play. So it's going to be like 14. 14 to 12, 1899, <laughs> Princeton, Yale in the mud. You love to no, see No, dude, it. like, come on. Okay, fine. With Casey, with his pinky and his thumb and his numb arm, uh, 34 to 13. Ooh. We lose? I would imagine. Just, just check it. Without, without <laughs> Casey, without, without, without. I want to give some credit to the defense. I'll still say thirty-four, Nebraska, like eleven.
1: You think we got eleven? I don't know.
0: You got, a, you got I don't a safety in there, out, dude. Hey, you know what? Yeah, Wisconsin's defense isn't as good, right? Double digits. God, no, zero, zero. Fucking suck. The streak's gonna end. Thirty-four to zero, Wisconsin. Good job, guys. You shut us out at Memorial Stadium. It's it, a new low. If we get shut out,
2: I am just gonna shut all off it, or shut off all of my electronics. Darkness,
0: move Nebraska into the football.
2: Change my name. Can't get any lower than this, I've come
0: to talk with you or can it?
2: I, I will yes, move it to it the mountains <laughs> and change my name.
1: <laughs> Let's um, just hope we don't get blown out. I'll be at the game. It's the last home game. To do my favorite thing, even though we suck at it. But yeah. it, it's my last opportunity to go to Memorial Stadium. Just,
0: fuck, just win. With, with or without Casey. Figure it's, it out. It's going to be 34-0. Figure it, it out. out. What are they, they going to? They're not going to figure shit out. Don't, don't use my fucking saying for a saying <laughs> for a, something that is just clearly not going to happen.
2: Hey, what if we do? They don't know what to figure what out. What if we do figure it out?
0: What it? Do we <laughs> do we tear down a
2: goalpost for beating Wisconsin? Jesus! Yeah,
1: Break, breaking the egg. and we hoist Mickey out of the stadium
2: on the goalpost. He rides it out, fullback like trap, horse into war,
0: fullback trap, four yards, four yards, fullback trap. Well, I, I so. would love that. I would. Hey I would Mickey, you're love so fun. You're so funny. Bluetooth leads. Hey Mickey. <laughs> okay. All right. No, I'm just saying it's not all Mickey. It's um, not. You guys, you're watching us at NBNR Podcast on Twitter, on Facebook. We also have a TikTok as well where we make videos and King. we make fun of Nebraska and we make fun of ourselves and we also make fun of opponents because fuck Iowa and fuck Wisconsin. Fuck you guys. We do talk a lot. Of fuck trash. Nebraska sometimes too because they make our lives worse. Yeah. Sometimes. Most um, of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> um, go follow us there on, on Spotify. We, we, we release episodes like every week. I was like, once a week. Yeah, we do that. On Apple, we release something. We actually follow through. We're, like, we make sure yeah. to
1: give you a quality product, and Nebraska does not. So
0: yeah. <laughs> even, even when Kyle is out with his pinky
1: injury. With <laughs> his pinky injury. <laughs> Kyle is actually going to visit uh, Casey's, or Casey Thompson's dad, Charles. He's actually in Oklahoma right now, okay. talking to him and making sure that Casey plays on Saturday. What the fuck mm. is your son? <laughs> That's what he's doing right now. He's, he's in the state of Oklahoma, and he is talking to Charles and, and saying, hey, mm. we need Casey to play the next two games
2: so that we don't suck as bad. Is Casey, so shout out, Kyle, a goose or a dog? We don't know yet. Real question. If it meant we won and we win out the season, would you give Casey your pinky? No. Fuck no. No. I want my pinky. If it meant, because, like, let's be honest, Casey, not going to to play on Sundays quite yet. If it meant winning out this season and a Big Ten title next year, would you give him your pinky? No. I would. No. I don't need my pinkies. I don't need them. Damn, that's a good question. I got to think about that.
0: No, no, I wouldn't do that. No,
2: coward. He doesn't want my pinky. It's white. (laughs) It would look really weird on him. I've been told that I have the pinkies of a champion. Casey needs me. Call the doctor. <laughs> Let's get this thing scheduled. You stop. All right, guys.
0: Is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I don't think so. And Not sad particularly. Sad about, yeah, I'm already about. sad enough. Okay. I'm one of your hosts. Jared Hall. Mike Delaware. And Connor Cavillacs. And as always.
2: Normally, I, I prefer backdoor.
0: As I always. Know. Prefer backdoor. Beat Wisconsin. Beat the eight-game losing streak. In GBR. We have a saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love Hunter. He's a junkyard dog. Kenny Bell ran up to me and like, You know what you just just did? (laughs) You get mad when you go get in the portal and go to another podcast. You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God it, Muhammad! GBR. A Huda Media Production.